Worried about letting someone else pick out the perfect avocado for your perfect impress them on the third date guacamole? Well, good thing Instacart shoppers are as picky as you are. They find ripe avocados like it's their guac on the line. They are milk expiration date detectives. They bag eggs like the 12 precious pieces of cargo they are. So let Instacart shoppers overthink your groceries so that you can overthink what you'll wear on that third date. Download the Instacart app to get free delivery on your first three orders while supplies last. Minimum $10 per order. Additional terms apply. This episode is brought to you by Progressive Insurance. Whether you love true crime or comedy, celebrity interviews or news, you call the shots on what's in your podcast queue. And guess what? Now you can call them on your auto insurance, too, with the Name Your Price tool from Progressive. It works just the way it sounds. You tell Progressive how much you want to pay for car insurance, and they'll show you coverage options that fit your budget. Get your quote today at Progressive.com to join the over 28 million drivers who trust Progressive. Progressive Casualty Insurance Company and Affiliates. Price and coverage match limited by state law. Welcome to the St. Louis Composting Garden Hotline. Broadcasting live from the Arch Grounds. Brought to you by Gateway Arch National Park. Celebrating National Public Lands Day today. Visit nps.gov Jeff for details. Yes, folks, Mike Miller, KMOX Garden Hotline, 314-436-7900-1800-925-1120. If you have any questions, concerns, or comments about your plant world. But joining me right now is Pam. She is a park ranger here. She's been here at the Arch Grounds for three and a half years. Yes. And prior to that... Prior to that, I worked at Ulysses S. Grant National Historic Site here in St. Louis, oh, down really? by Grant's farm. Yeah. So I see you have a badge and everything, full uniform. She has a really great hat, <laughs> but she couldn't wear her hat and have the headphones on at the same time. So it was a little difficult. But anyway, tell me a little bit about the arch grounds and you know, your perceptive, perception and everything. Sure. Well, when the uh, City Arch River project uh, was completed in 2018, it re-envisioned the entire park grounds. We've got 91 acres of land here and over five miles of walking paths. And while we kept the original Dan Kiley design, of course, uh, that was part of the original arch uh, landscape, we just enhanced it a little bit more um, with many, many more trees and plants and bringing in that explorer's garden was really important to us from a historic perspective. Yes, very much so. And it's really an, just an enjoyable, it's five miles of pathways, is that correct? Yes. Mm -hmm. So, I mean, I, I didn't walk all five miles, but I probably walked a mile or so this morning and with you most of the time. And just in general, I have a question you know, in the news, they keep talking about the uh, federal government shutdown coming potentially in 10 days or something, nine days. Now, would that impact the arch grounds? Because this is a national federal type thing. It is. We are part of the National Park Service, so uh, an agency in the uh, Interior Department. The grounds themselves would remain open in the case of a potential shutdown. Um, but the the buildings, all of the facilities would be closed. So the tram and everything would be just correct. Yeah, you wouldn't be able to take the tram ride to the top or see our amazing new museum or any of that. 
So that's just kind of incredible that they, I mean, something like that can have that kind of impact, you know. Throughout the country, there are yeah. a lot of people who, who would be impacted um, by that. We are hopeful that Congress will um, wake up, pay, <laughs> pass the appropriation, and we can continue to come to right. work and, and share all that we have to offer with visitors. So here at the Arch Grounds, you said it's 90 acres? 91 acres. 91. Mm -hmm. And how many staff members are there? About 150 with all of our partners that help run the trams and uh, operate the gift shop and the uh, cafe that's inside as well. And uh, like mowing the grass and everything, that's by staff as well, correct? Yes, yes. We have a, a full grounds crew that does just an amazing job keeping the grounds looking as beautiful as they do. And they really, I mean, it is absolutely striking. As I'm sitting looking toward, with my back to the Eads Bridge, looking towards the arch, it's just a fantastic view. It is. I have been all over this park, and there's never a bad view. <laughs> no, there really isn't. And I constantly have my camera out, or my phone out, to take a, a photo. <laughs> yeah, and you took one this morning of Several. the lake. <laughs> I did. The reflecting ponds are obviously to reflect the arch, and uh, the design of them is the curve similar to the arch has. And yet, in that reflecting pond, I was capturing some of the trees, and when I turned the picture upside down you couldn't tell which was the tree and which was the reflection right I saw that and it was I mean unbelievable so that was really great mm -hmm. well I want to thank you for uh, you know sharing time with me today and you know offering me the your insight and everything else and I certainly appreciate you and everybody here on the staff that makes this just a wonderful place sure well thank you and we yeah. hope People will come down today for National Public Lands Day. We have lots of activities going on, yoga under the arch, a sustainability fair this afternoon, um, and a river uh, front cleanup going oh, on that's as right. well. Right. Uh, uh, National Public Lands Day is the largest volunteer uh, service day in throughout the year, and uh, cleaning up the riverfront is really important. Right. Too much plastic. Yes. <laughs> <laughs> well, anyway, thank you, Pam. It's nice to meet you, and uh, just nice and enjoyable. Same here. Thank you so much. Certainly. My pleasure. Now, let's head to the phones. Let's go and see what's going on in Bill's yard. Hi, Bill. Hi, Mike. How are you today? Very good. I have two questions. We got... Uh, two surprise moms dropped off on our front porch. Can I replant them, or is that a waste of time? And then uh, we were given a small ornamental piece that is really about uh, five times in a big pot is uh, five times bigger than it was. Is it okay to replant it outside? Now, what was this? The pot? What was this? Uh the plant that you, the second one you were talking about it's an ornamental peach oh ornamental peach tree okay yeah it's, i would say it's, a, it's got maroon uh, it's got like maroon uh, foliage I don't know, leaves yeah yeah leaves right basically yeah. probably well, what i do is what I would probably do with a peach tree is dig a hole in a garden space and just drop the pot down into a hole for this first season. And then next year, 
I would say leave it in the pot for the full year until next fall and then plant it at that time. Unless you can get it planted by mid-October, then you can go ahead and plant it if you've got the spot you know, that you're going to locate it to. And just remember, you want to dig the pot or dig the hole three times the diameter of the root ball, but only 80% is deep, so the top of the root ball is above the surrounding ground. And related to your mum is that you got, is uh, is a mum in bloom? Yeah, it's starting to. Yeah, it's uh, it's going to be a little iffy to try to plant it. I would say just leave it in a pot and almost treat it like an annual. And probably, who knows weather-wise, when the weather's going to sort of like send it downhill. But I would just kind of give it a toss after that. I mean, if you want to, you can go ahead and try to, you know, have it winter over. But uh, the success that you're going to have is going to be somewhat limited. Try because I don't want to catch any problems from other people that think it ought to be perfect. (laughs) Great. uh, we we appreciate it, and, I, and I'm going to plant my buckeye today. So, all right, sounds good. Okay, thank, thank you, you very much. Certainly, my pleasure. And now let's head over to Judy's yard. Hi, Judy. Hello, Judy. Are you there? Can you hear me now? Yes. I'm going to put in a new uh, garden, and I'm putting in some uh, Russian sage and some other bushes. Now, um, I heard something about this no-till garden. Uh, what are your thoughts on that? Or should I till it up first? Or the no-till is to put the cardboard down first? And is it any certain kind of cardboard I'm supposed to put down or what? I think that is totally bogus. I think you've got to work our soils, our clay soils. I'm assuming you live in a normal you know, area here in the metropolitan area. And so adding organic matter to the soil, then rototilling it, and then I would, have you bought the plants that you're going to, you know, add to the garden space yet? Uh, I bought a couple of them, but uh, that's all, just two of them. Okay, because I was going to say I would hold off and, you know, rototill everything, get the organic matter into the soil, and then go ahead at that time and do the weed control that you need to do. And I know that you don't want to do necessarily uh, an herbicide type thing from what you talked about with the cardboard, but I just, you know, again, depending upon what this space was prior to uh, this point, was it lawn, was it a garden space prior to this? What, you know, what was going on there? Um, It was, well, it was a lawn, but no grass or anything was growing there. So I thought I'd make it into um, some shrubbery. Well, that's, you know, that sounds fine. So, and you know the amount of sun that uh, that comes into this particular area because the Russian sage is going to need pretty much sun all day long every day to be successful. Yeah, it's full sun there where it's planning on doing it. But um, I didn't know. I, I just got my tiller reserviced, and so I didn't know whether I should do that or because I live in Troy, Missouri, and I do have a lot of clay soil here. Right. And I didn't know whether that cardboard thing was a good idea. Yeah, I mean, you can do the cardboard, but I'd still rototill first. And the cardboard is going to, you know, 
it's going to help a little bit, but it's not going to eradicate the future weed circumstances. So it's not, you know, it's not going to get rid of anything or everything. So just good luck oh. with that. Okay. Thank you so much. Certainly. And now let's head over to Don's yard. Hi, Don. Good morning. Good morning. I was just uh, wondering, I've got a number of hydrangeas that are, they still have their white plumes on them, and some are beginning to turn a little darker. When do I trim the hydrangeas back, and how far do I trim them back? Basically, since they are in flower now, that means they're summer bloomers as opposed to springtime bloomers. So you can prune them anytime, all the way, you know, come even, let's say, as you could do it in the fall if you want. You could do it as late as like Valentine's Day or the Ides of March in the spring before any kind of new growth begins. And that's because they don't set the flower buds until after that, you know, that particular point. But, uh, and I don't know how big they are, but I would never cut off more than like 20, 20% or, or so of the height. And you don't really have to do it. You really can just cut the flowers off. You don't have to actually cut the stems back. Yeah, these are getting kind of really big, and I kind of wanted okay. to sort of control them a little bit. And and they're standing. You know, if I stand next to them, the tallest one is like five feet ten inches above the ground. Oh. And but 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 that's not. You know, the rest of them are are, are smaller, but they it's a big bush. Uh, I got about three or four of those, and so you figure cutting a third of those, cutting a third of the stem height back is okay, or. Well, a third might be a little bit much because what you have to do or be concerned with is if you cut it back too far, there may not be functional buds that are going to be pushed out from, you know, from the remaining stem. So just be cautious about it. I would say, you know, go, go, well, go a third and see what happens. You can call and say, I knew what I was doing and you don't know, meaning me. And so consequently, just try it and see what happens. I'd never do that, but uh, yeah, they're, they're just bushing out. They're, they're bushing out so much, and I, I wanted to kind of control them a little bit because they're overtaking some other plants in the air, in the vicinity of the, of the plant. So right, that's why I was curious. Okay, well, good luck right. with that. Thank you very much. Bye bye. Yep, three one four four three six seven nine hundred or one eight hundred nine two five eleven twenty back after these messages. This episode is brought to you by Progressive Insurance. Whether you love true crime or comedy, celebrity interviews or news, you call the shots on what's in your podcast queue. And guess what? Now you can call them on your auto insurance too, with the name your price tool from Progressive. It works just the way it sounds. You tell Progressive how much you want to pay for car insurance, and they'll show you coverage options that fit your budget. Get your quote today at Progressive.com to join the over 28 million drivers who trust Progressive. Progressive Casualty Insurance Company and Affiliates. Price and coverage match limited by state law. Calling all pop culture enthusiasts. Are you obsessed with all things celebrity? Do you live for the drama, the laughs, and the unexpected moments that unfold on social media? Then you're going to want to tune in to the Comments by Celebs podcast. Join us three times a week as we deep dive into every aspect of pop culture. Whether it's dissecting the latest trends or just chatting about your favorite celebs, Comments by Celebs has you covered. We have new episodes out every week. Follow and listen to Comments by Celebs on the free Odyssey app or wherever you get your podcasts. <laughs> 